It's just a series, a series. A series. of misfortunate events. Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast, A Series of Misfortunate Events. Um, quick disclaimer I want to say is for anyone that has liked, who has shared, who has told me personally that they love my podcast and that they think my podcast is interesting or give me constructive criticism, thank you so much. Um, it means a lot to me from the bottom of my heart. You know, starting this, I feel like my first episode was very... Um, it could have improved, <laughs> not going to lie, but um, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for everyone who's listened, who's shared, who's liked, who's told a friend, who, even if you didn't listen and you were just like, whoa, like that girl's actually doing something like, you know, that's I'm really proud of her. Like that is a lot to me. And uh, I just want to say thank you so much for everything. Like, I feel like it takes a lot to really do something like this, you know, so the fact that um, I'm over here and I'm really doing something that I really like to do is um, a blessing. So thank you. So today's episode is let's get down to business. Um, I'm going to be talking for a little bit and I have two features today. I have two people that I'm going to be asking some questions about. Um one of them is going to be an entrepreneur and the second one is going to be someone who is employed and is currently working in the whole pandemic that we're in so kick back get some chips and let's listen so um i'm going to start off with just a little you know beginning half you know kind of what i want to get into so this episode is called let's get down to business and what i really want to talk about is just how uh, specifically in high school, uh, we do four years, but um, with that, we're kind of put into three strands, the academic, the applied, and the essential, I think that was called. So the academic was people who wanted to mainly go into um, university, and then applied was people who wanted to go to college, and then it essential was people that just wanted to graduate and then go immediately to work. So... Um, one thing that I wish they did differently was that they didn't do it. I know recently um, with Ontario schooling for the future, they aren't going to do no more academic applied and essential. They're just going to put everything on one stream. But personally for me, I felt really discouraged because I felt all of my friends were in high school when we were all in high school and all my friends were in academic and I was probably one of the one or two friends that um, were in applied. I did feel stupid. Like, I felt like, okay, like, what's wrong with me? Like, why can't I be like my friends? And why can't I be smart? You know, I always downplayed my intelligence. And I felt that I really wasn't um, enough, in a sense, you know, everyone's doing academic, you know, they're getting all these grades, you know, they're either stressing about it. And I'm over here just in a completely different class with completely different lessons. And I feel like personally, they could have really accommodated but like kind of made it hard and kind of make it um not easy because applied personally to me was not as easy as everyone made it seem but you know like just a balance of the two so I feel like that's just one thing they could have done differently and also um when it comes to different avenues of income like I feel like what society is really portrayed is that um 
we go to school for 12, plus 12 years, and then we come out of school when we graduate from high school in grade 12, and then we go either to university or college. Most people, university, because, you know, it's university. It's just a name. And we, we go to school for a minimum of four to six years. We come out, and then we're supposed to work until we die. So a lot of things about that I kind of felt were kind of iffy. I didn't really think of it when I was in high school, but now knowing that I'm 20 and I'm looking at life kind of differently, it's kind of like, whoa, like, I don't want to be working for someone. I don't want to be working until I die. Um, seeing my parents and how hard they've worked, I don't want to dedicate my life to work. And if I miss a day, then I get angry because I'm losing $300 in profit. Um, I want to be some. I want to be doing something that I'm not going to hate down the line. I want to be doing something that I love and really working as um, a, working part time has really showed me that I don't really like working for people, having, you know, the break schedules and um, people telling you what to do and this, this and that. It's just a it's stressful and B, I just feel like it's really discouraging because people who are in the same I don't want to say, yeah, basically the same level, in a sense, are telling me what I should do and what shouldn't I do. And it's kind of like, girl, like, you're even younger than me, and you're telling me to do this, this, and that. Like, come on. Then again, you know, this is my first job that I'm still working at, so um, COVID is kind of making things difficult for me to leave, but it is what it is. Um, so, yeah. Also, one thing I wanted to talk about was just life after adulting, like, I don't really think high school kind of touches on um, adulting and how stressful it could be. Yeah, we do have some math courses here and there, but like when it comes to taxes, when it comes to um, managing money, I'm someone who is just learning how to start saving money. I have a TFSA open and every paycheck I put in $30 because I feel like at this point, I'm 20 years old and... um, Every paycheck I get, I blow it. <laughs> like, and I've been working for a good two years, almost three years. So I feel like, you know what? No, like this is something I need to fix up ASAP because eventually I'm going to want to buy a house. I'm going to want to buy a car. And if I have no money to my name saved up, then what am I really going to do? So um, just those two I really wanted to get into. Last thing I wanted to get into was entrepreneurship. Um, there is, I'm pretty sure, courses available at high school for entrepreneurship, but I feel like it could have been um, established even more. Like, hey, like you don't have to do a nine to five for the rest of your life. You could be your own boss, you know? I feel like I learned a lot about entrepreneurship probably 2018, 2019 with like influencers and all that. And literally they're just sitting at home doing not necessarily nothing, but like advertising and selling clothes and doing this and they're not working for anyone but themselves and I feel like I would love to do entrepreneurship but I have no idea how to even get started so that's just I feel like it's a no for me so I just feel like if um school taught me more about entrepreneurship I would not be where I am today just because when you think of it, you want to have like a million dollars in your pocket. You want to be traveling the world. You want to be doing so much with your life, not just going to work at 9 a.m., coming back five, stressed out, tired, 
you eat, you go to bed, and then it's the same old cycle. You know, I want to break the chain of um, working for people and working for myself. So um, recently in uh, um, society, we have a lot of new avenues of income, which is not just entrepreneurship and a nine to five. We have OnlyFans. Um, OnlyFans is uh, people get a lot of money from OnlyFans, actually, which is actually shocking. I'm not anyone who does OnlyFans that is listening to us. Listen, I prop I listen props go to you because. Like, people do that, and, it, like, it's crazy. Like, but according to Twitter, you guys be getting cars, and you getting your own house, and it's, like, never could be me because I'm over here doing a whole part-time. Like, that's just props to you guys. And also one thing that came up was um, Forex companies and just people who like to make money off of marketing and investing in stock. Um, I have no idea how that stuff runs, so please don't quote me, but uh, those people as well. I'm not going to lie. I used to, like, be like, what are you doing? Like, I just definitely was not that type of person who was like, oh, yeah, like, that's so cool. I would love to be part of Forex. Like, people from Forex, though, like, they're scary. Like, they would literally come up to you and be like, oh, my God, look at you. You're doing nothing. I just made money in my sleep, you know? I was just like, okay, and, like, I don't really care about that, but. Uh, to all those people that are also doing forex pops go to you because i know you guys are making a lot of money on the lows so yeah um just there's so many avenues of income and there's probably even more but i haven't listed but um yeah pops to everyone doesn't matter how you're getting money as at least if you're getting money the legal way that's all that matters um lastly of this little um part that I'm doing is I wanted to talk on B. Simone's comments that she did summer of last year. So B. Simone, if you guys don't know her, she is basically an entrepreneur. She's an internet personality and um, she was actually on Wallin' Out before it closed down. Um, she said some comments that were not really um, favored by the public. She said that she would not be able to date someone who does a nine to five because she is an entrepreneur and if she has late nights, she wants her man to have late nights and so on and so forth. So personally with me, I looked at that and I was like, like a lot of people were like bashing her. Like I haven't seen be someone in a hot minute since that, since that incident so personally with me, it doesn't really matter how you get your money. I don't know why B. Simone specifically said nine to fives. Like there's not other avenues of income, but you know, it's whatever. Um, yeah, like how, why does it even matter that he has to be an entrepreneur by force? Like I understand women have expectations of their dream man, but the fact that he has to be a whole entrepreneur for you specifically, that's kind of... That's kind of not it. <laughs> so um, with me personally, I don't think that my man would have to be an entrepreneur. If he wants to be an entrepreneur, he could be one. If he's an aspiring entrepreneur, he can be one, you know, as least as he's getting his money the legal way and he's doing something that he loves. then that's all that matters with me because um, money is so hard to to make these days, especially in a whole pandemic. Like, 
you can make money, but keeping it and investing it and making it better for the long run is definitely the difficult part. So be Simone. Then again, a whole coronavirus wasn't happening last uh it was actually, it was June of this year. Oops. But um yeah, just I don't know. Be Simone could have really like kept that one to herself. You know, not everything you say to the public needs to be said to the public. Some things you can just keep to yourself. So yeah, we're just going to take a little intermission and we'll get back into it. So introducing our first guest, her name is Christine. I've known her since I was in high school. She's a year older than me. Absolutely charismatic girl. Very, very funny. So hopefully we get to bust little jokes here and there. Um, Yeah. Uh, Christine, if you're listening to this, please. I tried to make the best introduction I could. So let's give it up for Christine. Hello. We have Christine on the line. Hello. Hi. Um, hi, Christine. Do you mind introducing yourself for the audience, please? Um, my name is Christine. I'm 21 years old. Um, yeah, that's me. That's you? Yep. Uh, so what do you currently do? And what? how long have you been doing your current occupation? Um, currently, because of lockdown, I am a cashier at a grocery store that shall not be named. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, Superstore. Okay. Um, is this the Brampton Superstore? Yes, there's only one in Brampton, but you're not oh. allowed to find me. Okay. So, um, you... Did oh, you my duration? How... Yes, please. That's what I was going to ask, yeah. Um, almost a year. Almost a year. So if yes, you sir. could, could you approximately tell us your income that you received last year from Superstore? Girl, if I looked at my paycheck, I'm joking. Um, honestly, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tell you because in the summer, I wasn't working full time. I mean, I wasn't working part time. I was working like nine hours a week. Oh, Because okay. my other job. Mm-hmm. So oh, you have two jobs. What's the other job? In the summer, um, yeah. I was a camp counselor, uh, a camp counselor, and after that, I was just a, a drop-in leader. Okay. Like, after summer. That's nice. So, uh, my next question is, what is one achievement you achieved from your job? Achievements? Mm-hmm. If you uh, could, like, list the... The one that sticks out the most, like, what is that one achievement that you received? Is there even an achievement at Superstore? Um, hmm. well, like, well, like, what did you get out of it? Oh, um, I yeah. met amazing coworkers. That's it. That's really it. I met great people. Okay. I guess that's what you could say is my achievement. What? That's what I got out of Superstore. Mm-hmm. Um, my next question is... Is a nine to five as bad as everyone makes it out to be? No. Um, yeah. I personally, personally, um, <laughs> I would do nine to five 
It's just you have to do a job that like you like. Like everyone's like, oh, I want to make a business, but like, um, I don't make a business. I don't have time or effort to make a business. Mm-hmm. And for what I need to do in school, like for what I want to do and like for my future, like I want to help people. So I feel like everyone just wants to do businesses. Then like, hey, if everyone wants to do business, who's there? Who's gonna be here to do like social services or like doctors or nurses or like lawyers or whatever? If everyone wants to be do be a business owner, like what about the main like things we need in life? Mm-hmm. Uh, is that what you want to be? Um, did you want to go into uh, social work? Um, yeah, I want to go either into long-term care. Mm-hmm. Or... So, like, is that like a retirement home? A long-term care center. It's a long-term care center. It's not a retirement home? No, it's a long-term care center. What's the difference between a long-term care center? Oh, we have the full name this time. Oh, my Welcome- goodness, because it's... I signed it with um, Apple. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, welcome back, Christine. So I guess we had some technical difficulties. I thought you actually hung up the phone on me because I it's asked. It's probably Snapchat you. that crashed. Oh, okay, okay. Because um, did it from Snapchat. Yeah. I did it from Snapchat. And I said, do you want Snapchat, you know? But, yeah, so um, recording there. I honestly thought you ended the call because I asked you what was the difference between a long-term care center and a retirement home, but since you didn't, what's the difference between the two? From what I know, long-term care centers are more like people who have like, it depends, like long-term care centers, more people there have like developmental disabilities or like a physical disability. Mm-hmm. So like they get like a PSW to take care of them, like when they need they need to be taken care of and retirement homes are just like where people go like there's like they're all able to do their own thing they can have like a psw come visit them like on their own but like they live in their regular apartments like it's just an apartment building for like all old people okay psw is personal support worker support worker super worker support worker oh support support okay 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 anyways 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 getting back on it back on Back on it. What is the biggest con and pro to working at Superstore? Um, I think with this pandemic, the biggest con, let's start with the negative first. The con is some of the customers, um, a lot of them are very rude because of the pandemic and they like they're very impatient in a sense. Like they're just very impatient. Oh, uh, could you give us are. an example? I, I personally with me working part-time at a grocery store as well i 100 know what you're talking about but not everybody here works at a grocery store so they'd probably be like oh like what is she talking about so if you could just give us like a quick example of like people being impatient so to everyone and their mom who come grocery shopping <laughs> when one person is on the belt packing they have to finish the clearing out the belt of all their stuff before i can catch the next person out i don't care if you have one thing two things it doesn't matter to me mm-hmm. i'll get in trouble because of you or also, another con is the price matching. We're not allowed to price match, like, my story price match, right? We're not allowed to price match, like, small markets. And, like, they're always trying to scam with small markets. Or, like, they, like, Photoshop their flyers now. And, like... What? It goes back to... Yeah. It goes back into the system. And my manager is the one who looks at the flyers. And she gets mad at me. So, like, realistically, I wouldn't care. But now that I know, like, she's always pre like, she's always checking... um the like what we prize match mm-hmm. um yeah i can't do it i'm not risking my job for people to save 30 cents exactly so and you yeah. said smaller markets like what is a small like market sm- like whole foods like no like, we don't price much whole foods. whole foods doesn't have anything that we sell oh. actually we have organic section but like no not small markets as in like like as it is like small markets like smaller 
international markets, like small African markets, Indian markets, Chinese markets. Oh, we price match okay. oceans and seasons, but like that's the lowest we go. We don't price match like it has to. Ha- it has to be a chain company in a sense. Okay, okay, okay. Like it can only be like the major competitors. Okay. Like obviously, whatever. And yeah. the pro. Um, I think the pro working in the pandemic right now. I guess it's just like getting out the house because so many people like are stuck in the house and like I personally don't want to be stuck in the house. Mm-hmm. So I feel like just going and then like I said, my coworkers. I feel like that's it depends what type of shift I'm working though because sometimes some shifts I'll be working with boring people and I'd be like, bro, I don't want to be here. Exactly. Oh, I deal with that all the time when you're working in the morning. I'm okay. No disrespect, but like when you're working in the, in morning, the mornings, are old people. That's all the old people. <laughs> but but I have one old coworker. That's my dog. That's like my BFF. Oh I would be like, gosh. I would be like, I'd be like, that's my best friend. Everyone's like, no, that's my best friend. But like, oh, you're not allowed to talk to my friend. Every time someone talks to me, like, don't talk to my friend. <laughs> but like, that's the only old person I like. Everyone else, like, they're like, oh yeah. I was working like my shift today was eleven to seven. So obviously, when you work eleven to seven thirty, you see everyone because that's like the middle of the day. Yeah. Because some people stay in the morning seven to eleven or like. The closing, the last shift is 7.30 to 11.30. Mm-hmm. So, like, you see every single person that comes in, like, whoever's working in front end. Yeah. Of that time, so. So, sorry. Yeah, morning. Oh. Side note. No sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, Which shift do you like better? Do you like working in the morning, the afternoon, or at closing? Um, I'm always scheduled closing. I had four back-to-back, three to 11.30 shifts and during Christmas break. Um, like, I feel like the closing shifts, they do, they don't go by faster. But I feel like I see everyone that, like, I want to see mm-hmm. at closing yeah. shifts. Yeah. But, like, morning shifts do go by faster. I haven't had a morning shift in so long. Other than my, like, boxing day shift, that doesn't really count. Mm-hmm. But, like, other than that, like, I haven't had, like, a 7 to 3.30 shift in a long, like, in two months. Oh, wow. But, like, those ones go by really fast. I just, like... Because there's no one to talk to, so like I'm just doing my work. Seven yeah. to three thirty. Mm-hmm. Okay, I be doing seven to two thirty sometimes at COVID, and like it's the worst. Like I absolutely, I don't know, like at the front doors. Yeah, and I hate it. Yeah, I despise. They scheduled. I saw on the I saw on the clipboard. It said that I had a three to eleven thirty at the doors. I was like, I, I, I was like, can someone like can someone three can you me? to eleven? Oh my god. 30. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm not doing this. I was like, can you guys switch me? And she's like, uh, okay. Because I have an alcohol override. So they <laughs> let me do it. They were like, oh yeah, it makes more sense. I was like, yeah, good. Because I was in Santa doors. Or I'd walk away. I'd walk out the doors and leave and go home. Yeah, I don't like the doors at all. Um, actually, so my next question kind of tied into what you kind of answered right now. Um, is how has COVID impacted your worth ethic and your lifestyle? Um Actually, I wasn't. I started working during COVID. So, what hmm. you worked? I started working during COVID. I started working. I started when COVID started. Yeah. So, so I feel like my work style before that, I wasn't working in the grocery store. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. So I guess your lifestyle. How has uh COVID impacted your lifestyle? Oh, mm, I feel like I don't really like associate with anyone anymore. I feel like oh, COVID. <laughs> but like I don't really like have any like I feel like because I'm always working and COVID is just like I don't have time to see anyone I don't like message anyone I don't talk to anyone like I just like do my own thing yeah that's definitely like I literally like I don't like talk to anyone because I'm just working or I'm just like if I'm not working I'm at home sleeping because I haven't slept so that's all you do like do you have any time for yourself or is it just either you sleep or you work 
I could have time for myself, but I don't. Uh, I don't give myself myself time. Oh. You know. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I get that. <clears throat> um, you kind of answered this question as well. What are some high and low points you experience as a cashier? I feel yeah, like your low points are kind of like the impatient customers and then your the high rude customers are just, you know, hanging out with your friends and stuff. And your or also like high points, like good customers. Like some customers are so nice. I'm like, wow. Have you they ever gotten gifts? Be... Like, I remember once yeah, I, I did. got, I got... Like $20. Oops, what? sorry. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just wait one second. Your alarm set a timer is done. Alexa, turn off the timer. Sorry, I was supposed to making something. Anyways, um, a customer gave me a McDonald's gift card. How much? I haven't checked how much money is in it. I don't think there's even money in it because she's a scammer. <laughs> she's like a she's a she's a customer who comes every Wednesday, but she's a scammer. So like I haven't checked it. Like she like pulls up flyers that like don't make sense. What? And like I always oh, do God. it. I always did it for her, but then like I got caught, so I was like, I'm not doing it no more. So every time I see her, I run away from my tail. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> Oh my god. Um. Yeah, I got a gift card, and someone gave me like a goodie bag for Diwali. Oh, that's so cute. I think that's really it. I think that's it. Oh, another in the summertime when I was working both jobs, a customer offered to buy me food, but I was like, um, "What?" Like that, because I was I looked because like, I was working both jobs, right? I worked from like summer camp and I came to Superstore, and the customers always tell me like I look so tired, like I look like I'm in the pass out. But I was like, "Oh no, I'm fine." The customer was like, "Oh, like do you want like do you want me food?" I was like, "Ah, oh, nah." Like I was like I was like dying, but I was like, "No, it's okay." <laughs> Obviously, like I. <laughs> but like these are customers who like always bring stuff to like my like to my managers or whatever. So like I could have taken it, but like I was like, "Nah," because when am I gonna go on my break? My food's gonna get cold. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's really it. Um, my next question is, what are your long-term career goals? And in 2025, where do you see yourself and your career? Um, long-term career goals is obviously um, working in my field. Hopefully, I have my master's by then. <gasps> master's? Wait, you can get a master's in social work? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't know. So, yes, ma'am. so like, what are you, are right now, are you an undergrad? Yeah. Okay. So, in my bachelor's, yeah. So, then is undergrad, then bachelor's, then... No, bachelor's is undergrad. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. So, it's bachelor's slash undergrad, and then what comes after that? Master's, which is a graduate program. Okay. So, like, graduate school? Yeah. Okay. And then that's it? Like, nothing after that? Oh, and then there's PhD, but like I don't want that. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't want that. So approximately. Oh no, so appro- sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, tell you that's my bad. My, my bad. Oops, oops. No, so you're no, it's okay. It's okay. You can go. Oh, and then I feel I'm also wanting to continue education. I was supposed to do last semester, but um, I feel like I was overloaded with school and work, mm-hmm. and I didn't like have time to balance both. But um, I want to do continue education for gerontology my gerontology certificate and there's another certificate I gerontology I what is gerontology it's like it's the study of old people oh, okay. so like, if i want to go into long-term care i need like i don't need it but like it's a great asset mm-hmm. out of my thing oh, i was gonna ask the yeah, question but now i forgot it's okay <laughs> my memory is so bad um 
so that's your long-term goals in 2025 so in four years where do you see yourself in your career so you want to get your bachelor's and you want to get your deontology and is that it do you think you can achieve those things by in the next four years yes okay. if i don't achieve it then i don't know what happened i won the lottery <laughs> that's what happened Okay, my next question is, is post-secondary education worth it? Yes. I mean, it depends for everyone. Like, everyone has different... I don't think, like, you know how everyone's like, oh, you have to get it to, like, get farther in life. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you clearly don't, because look who's running our our province. <laughs> Sorry, Dougie. <laughs> but... It's not like a it's not a requirement, but obviously it depends on what your plan is in the future. Like obviously you can't say you want to be a doctor and not go to school. Yeah. Because how's that gonna work? But like it depends on like your plans in life. Obviously for me, I need school and I think it's worth it for me. I mean, school obviously they do they extend it way too much because they make you take random courses and electives that you don't need. Exactly. And they don't really get to the point of what you like they don't you don't really get to the point of like what you're actually learning until like your last last year. Yeah. But I think school's worth it. Everyone like has different paths in life. If, obviously, school's not for everyone. Uh, school's not for me, but mm-hmm. like, mm, I don't know what else it is for me. Like, the only my other only plan <laughs> is to win the lottery, and I'm going to win it. But obviously, I'll keep putting it in existence, and I keep playing because I'm going to win. But yeah, it's worth it. I've obviously, like, I don't look down on people who don't go to school, but like, you just like you need to have a plan, you know? Yeah. You can't say, oh, school's not for you, and, like, you don't have a plan. Yeah. Because then, like, what, what's your plan? You're going to work at the grocery store for the rest of your life? I mean, it's not a bad thing, but, like... Um, it's not a bad thing, but for- when I look back in my life, I don't want to say that I spent 62 years working at a whole grocery store talking about how much I, I know, people it. be like, people be like, oh, yeah, I've been working here for 20 years. Don't, don't talk. That's like, not, that's young. not they an don't achievement. <laughs> <laughs> don't and I feel so bad because I work at a grocery store and I know people are listening for my work. Hey, Sobies. But um, I just need, like, I don't know. Like, I don't see myself working. If I'm working there for over five years, then I might as well. Just... But five years, five years is not, is, like, not a problem. I feel like especially with the pandemic, a lot of people came back. Or, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, when yeah. you start young, a lot of people like do work at the grocery store. They've been going for like six years or whatever. But they've also been working here since they were like once they were able to get a first time job. Yeah. You know? So like they're stable. That's why like it's good to keep a stable job, but like at the same time, like you need to like if you some people stay there before they get until they get like a job in like their field of like their life goal or whatever. Yeah. Or like to save some money. Or like they get high positions and they get comfortable mm-hmm. and they don't need. Yeah. I don't blame them. I mean, like, I got comfortable and it's only been, like, less than a year. I've definitely... Well, cool. then again, I feel like in the summer I was kind of, like, over it. I was like, you know what? Like, mm-hmm. I need I need a change. I need a change. And, like, in the summer I really thought I was going to get fired because I kept on coming late to work. And obviously, like, punctuality is a big thing in the workplace because if they see you coming in late every day, they're going to be like, what are you doing, you know? Your shift started mm-hmm. at 2.30, not 2.35. Step up. So... Mm-hmm. I felt like um I just needed like a change in environment, you know, and like a lot of people left my workplace this year. Like I guess twenty twenty was the the year of like la- of leaving, mm-hmm. and then I don't know if you know the Sobeys at airport, but that closed down and we got new management and we lost a lot of managers and blah blah blah. Sobeys at airport, I don't know where that one is. 
airport and countryside. Mm-hmm. That one's turning into a fresh color. If you ever pass by there, just don't put you on. But oh, I do know which one you're talking about. Yeah, they're closing. They're turning to a fresh color. They're turning to a fresh color. Oh, I don't know. That. Yeah, the change. I was there like a while ago. I passed by. I just realized I only paid attention to the shopper's drug mart. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because the shopper's drug mart is so big. But yeah, they're turning, they're turning to a literally like on my Instagram. I saw, you know, like how you get those little stupid ads in the stories. Like they say they're doing mm-hmm. like a webinar or like a web job interview, whatever, whatever. And I was like, well, why don't you apply? Me? What am I doing over there? Yeah, apply for a higher position and it's close to your house. No, it's not. Wait, you're telling me I should apply for transfer? Yeah. It's basically the same distance, but... Uh, no, is it? Is it really? It's literally the same distance. It, it's a good 20-minute drive. Oh. Christine, we're getting off topic. <laughs> okay, Whatever. next question is... Have you experienced disrespect in the workplace? How have you handled it? And how do you know when enough is enough? Yes, and I handle I give back the same attitude they give me. Actually, it depends on what manager is managing. Because like I can be rude back to a customer and my manager will agree with me and be rude back to them, you know? Mm-hmm. But like it depends who's really managing. So because there's like one manager would be like Christina, you're in the wrong, like my the main manager, like my main, like the the main manager, like the, the main like, like the boss of the store, no, like or my, like your front no, 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 end no, no, manager, no. like my front end manager, oh. like the head, the front end manager, but the assistant one would like she'd fight back with them, she'd like fight with them. I'm like, exactly, because <laughs> she'll yell right back at them. <laughs> like, there was a customer, it wasn't my customer, but yesterday, like, um, I went on break, so the person was taking over for my break, she was telling the person to do whatever, so she told him he has to move his cart to the end of the register. Man didn't listen, right. And so after the store manager, the assistant store manager looked at him, you have to move your cart. He's like, she's like, oh, he said he doesn't want to. The assistant store manager took his cart and pushed it away. Like, took it away from the whole register and took it, like, took it down to the aisles. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the man just stood there and he was looking and I was laughing so hard because I was like, see, this is what happens when you do clownery. The clown comes back to bite. But then he, like, apparently she overscanned one of his milks and he was like, oh, I was like, that's not me. Like, that was not my, that's not my bill. So that sounds like a problem. I'm joking. I told him to go catch <laughs> He said, I have to go back to the customer service. I was like, I can't do returns at the register. Like, we don't do returns at the register. You have to go customer service for that. Oh, we do returns at our register. Yeah. So he was like being extra. But I was like, can you, like, cut the attitude? But I think, oh, another time, another time with disrespect to customers. I feel like customers just like when they're in the wrong, they want to be in the right so bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're in, like, you're literally in the wrong. They'll look at a price and they'll be literally in the wrong, looking at the wrong price. And you'll tell them, like, you can't give them that price. To be like, I would talk to the manager. And the manager says the same thing. And they, and then they like the extra. And then what do they do? They just go, like, okay, I don't want it. So what was all the issue for? Exactly. When they, oh, I hate customers that do that. Or like something would be a wrong price. We'd be like, no, it's not for this price. And they, we go and we go look, mm-hmm. we go call grocery. Grocery's saying it's this price, but they're so insistent. So they want to go back and mm-hmm. they want to go make some whole fit. And they're like, mm, it's not even that serious. I'll just leave it. Like, why did you make it that mm-hmm. serious in the first place? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Customers are just like, I feel like, working at a whole grocery store has really opened my eyes like i don't there's a lot of things i don't do anymore like sometimes i'll kind of drop something and walk away no i don't do that anymore if i drop something i put it back exactly where i found it because grocery i yeah i do that too i feel like i've always done it before working at a grocery store i feel like it's just like 
if I the be like I don't want this no more, like I'm going to put it back where I found it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, especially when we have the whole return but well buggies. When we have the return yeah. buggies, they, buggies, they will literally be, be like mountains. That's why I had to work at four AM on customer I mean on block I mean boxing day because we had like eight carts of return <gasps> uh, customer service at the end of the shift. Yeah, we had eight carts. Eight? That's why they call us yeah. But my master's big, but we had eight carts of returns. And then overnight, people brought, like, three more carts. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So, like, organized it, then put them away. Just like that. Yeah, but we started, like, four. Like, we did most of We didn't finish. We did most of it. And then after, like, it did it the rest of my shift, basically. I went and registered for, like, five minutes. And I went back and did returns. That's why I feel like that shift, like, looking back at it after the end of my shift, it was a good shift. But it was just the whole waking up to be at work at four o'clock. That means, and the thing is, you have a horrible sleeping schedule, so you probably, like, close your eyes for, like, a good two seconds, and you're like... No, no, I force myself to sleep at 10. Really? I'm proud of you. Yeah. Bad breed? I try to go earlier. It's just like, oh, I'm gonna go sleep at 8, and it didn't happen until, like, 10 something. Mm -hmm. And I woke up at 3. So, my, the last part of the question was, uh, how do you know enough is enough? Like, do you just kind of call a manager or like, do you just kind of cuss out the customer or you just kind of, I feel like, let it go. They, it depends, it depends. They may initiate it. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, I want to talk to that manager, but it depends. I feel like sometimes like you're in the wrong or like, especially if I I call the departments first Mm -hmm. when they're like, when they say it's no, I call the, I just page the department, but oh, whatever, whatever, call, whatever. And then they'd be like, no, it's this. And I'd be like, fine. They'd be like, no, that's not right. I'd be like, well, it is. And then I'd be like, okay, well, like, I don't know what to do. And I'd call the manager. And the manager would be like, um, yeah, like, I'm not giving you for a lower price. And then I'd be like, oh, yeah. And be like, I don't want it then. <laughs> like, okay, that's fine. Put it on the side. This lady came in through fit because she said the alcohol was, like, it was in the wrong area. She wanted it for free because, you know, the scanning quarter practice, if it's, like, under $10, they get it free. Art, uh, the well. thing is, with scanning quarter practice, with my store, it changed. Like, oh. I don't know about you, but, like, you could get something for $10, but you know how, like, every week there's new sales? Mm-hmm. Like, it won't affect that. The Like, the ones that have the tags, it won't affect the tags. Like, if it's normal price, has no tag, then that's what we give it to you for free. But if it has... Like, are you talking about the discount stuff? Like, the like an orange sticker? On yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Is yours orange? Because ours... Oh, yeah, orange. orange stickers. If there's a sticker... If there's a sticker with a price on it, we can't change the price. Like, it has... Like, we'll give you the price that's on the sticker. Exactly. Because, obviously, when you scan it... When you scan it, it's going to obviously still come up the regular price, but the sticker's fine. But, like, a regular thing, you have to give it to them for free. But, like, I don't I don't tell them it's for free unless they know it. Yeah, and they'll be yeah, like, yeah. oh, do I get it for free? But, oh, yeah. But, like, I act like it's coming out of my own pocket. <laughs> but, um... Because they always be like, oh, I want to get it for free. And I'm like, no, you're wrong. You're not getting nothing for free. So, a lady wants... She's like, the alcohol was in the right place. So she's like, so I get it for free. I was like, first of all, the alcohol is still more, more than you're not going to get $10 off. And second of all, it's alcohol. You can get anything in the store for free but alcohol. Right? And like, she was like, oh, no, but it's the wrong price. I was like, okay, but we don't make the prices. You're going to have to go fight with the LCBO. Oh, this is where we fight with people at closing. Because at once at 11 o'clock, you can't scan any alcohol. You scan it, it won't go through. Mm-mm. So like, they always like to come by alcohol, like right at 10.55. So obviously like, 11 o'clock hits and you're waiting in line, you think just because you were waiting in line that the, the, the machine's going to know you're waiting in line? Yeah, no. It's just... So then they put it in and they'd be like, they'd be like, you have to override it. I'd be like, like it's literally not possible. Yeah. Like, I can't do anything about it. And then they'll be like throwing fits and then like one of the other one, one person got like into my, ma- my store manager's face. I was like, you're being extra. For a can of beer and you're throwing a fit? Please. 
it's just a time management for me. Like, if you know you need this case of beer, if you and your alcoholic self know you wanted this can of beer, why did you wait till 1055 to buy it? When you know there was a long line, too. I'm pretty sure your store doesn't have self-checkout either, does it? We do. Oh, okay, my bad. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And, oh, and no, you know no. how to work Then you can, do beer at, you can do beer at self-checkout. We just have to override it. Okay. Like, it just says, please wait for an attendant. Mm-hmm. But, like, another thing is, like, they come, when they come in, they'll, like, bring, like, five people and they'll bring, they'll get two cans of beer. And now I have to ID all five of you guys because that's, like, the grocery store rules. Like, it's not, like, the LCBO way and the grocery store way is different. Mm-hmm. So, we have to ID everyone who comes. And they'll be, like, oh, but I forgot my ID. And I'll be, like, hey, your one friend doesn't have ID. They'll be, like, oh, it's just for me to drink. But you brought all five of your exactly. friends for two cans of beer. Like, I understand it could probably just be for you because you, you bought two cans of beer. But, like. All of you guys need your ID. And they'd be like, oh, but it's not my fault. And I would be like, they'd be like, oh, you can't get it. My coworker's like, you can get it tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. <laughs> They're like, once you reject it, you can't come, you can't get it again. Mm-hmm. And it's like the same people who do it every day. They'd be like, oh, I forgot my ID. What do you mean you forgot your ID? Why don't you have your and- ID? You know you're coming to buy alcohol and you don't have your ID. So you tell me you're driving around with no driver's license? <laughs> like that's what you basically tell me. Like, exactly. Anyways, we get it. We talking about beer too much. You need to uh finish. We need to finish off. So the second to last question I have here is, what advice would you give someone um, who is finding their first job or needing a change in environment? Um, first job. Because this is your first, technically this is like technically it's your second second job, but like since you don't work at um thing anymore because of COVID and the weather, mm-hmm. uh, this is like your first job. So I just want just. Uh, yeah, you you get the point. You get the point. My first job. What? Like my first job, job. Yeah, it's not your first job. No, oh. I worked at Wonderland. Oh yes, years. yes, yes, yes. I forgot. Sorry, 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 sorry. The slavery. I forgot. I forgot. But this is my first like non seasonal. Okay, job. yeah. Okay, okay. Your first. Okay, let me change the question from um first job to first non seasonal job. Hmm. Yeah, because all my jobs are seasonal because at school, because I was always going back to school. But um, advice I would give is obviously apply somewhere where like there's younger people. Uh, can you list some points? Um, so we know grocery stores. What else? Uh, grocery store, fast food. Fast food, uh, clothing stores like the mall. I hate clothing stores. I'll never do that again. Oh, what, retail? Like, clothing stores. Okay. I hate retail. So not. I did retail for a month. I hated so, it. So, but you said all- <laughs> I think I hated it. I hated it because, um, like my store was boring. Like it was what, like what like, retail I, store did you work boring. at? Bull House, Ardennes, oh. Ardennes, Ardennes. I call it Ardennes, but Ardennes, Ardennes, yeah, Ardennes. Yeah. What the one um, at the mall or the one at Trinity Common? Um, in Windsor. Oh my bad. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no. Um, I hated it because like that store is dead anyways. This was Christmas season, so like you know, like, especially when it's dead, you can't just stand around, yeah, right? They'd be like, "Oh, just go like fold clothes." But, like, why am I folding? What clothes am I folding? The clothes are already folded. No, like I like I truly didn't want to be there. And then I was like, "Hey, obviously I'm a seasonal employee right now," but I was like, "At least I'll let me go home for Christmas and uh, Christmas Eve. I'll come back for Boxing Day." So I requested it off whatever, whatever they denied it. Give me a three hour shift on Christmas Eve. And I was like, nah, I'm not coming back. And I didn't go back. Not even in two weeks? No. Wow. I quit the day before my birthday. They're like, oh, whatever. And then they were like, 
having fun and then like i was that, i think the day before my last shift was the, sh- the actual shift that i talked to people like i didn't talk to anyone at that place yeah because you're ready to go <laughs> yeah and i feel like i just started so i feel like i didn't even get t- like i literally once i was finally warming up i was like hey bye <laughs> so apply where there's young people what else Apply where you, um, somewhere, especially when you're young, apply somewhere, like, close to you. Don't apply somewhere so far, because, like, me working at Wonderland, it was summertime, which was a problem. But, like, take in, well, back then, my bus ride was an hour 15 minutes, but then when I moved my hour, my bus ride became two hours. You moved? So, like, when I used to live, like, yeah, I, well, I moved, like, three years ago. No, I don't remember that. Yeah, I lived, I didn't live in this area before. What? So wait, where you lived in high school and where you live now was different? Oh. Yeah. I used to walk to school in high school. Oh, bod breed? But mm-hmm. I don't think you could walk to school anymore. I think you would have to kind of drive. Anyways, not the point, not the point. So But yeah, work somewhere close work somewhere to you. Close to you. And we're that's accessible with buses. So uh bus um, routes, especially when you're young. Um Work where you hear, like, they have good, like, benefits or, like, hours or something. Work where, you like, you're getting something mm-hmm. out of it, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, you know, make your money, make your bread, then leave. Period. When you feel like you don't want to be there no more. Obviously, and then you said needing a change of environment. If you need, if you feel like you need a change of environment, I feel like everyone at work be like, "Oh, I'm quitting next week," and then they'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna oh quit." No, but they don't God. actually quit. Why are you adding me? Was the... Just say my name. <laughs> <laughs> there was a TikTok I saw. This girl said, "Like, there's a cashier, and she's like, oh, me always talking about I'm gonna quit my grocery store job. Maybe in three weeks, maybe me, in three me, months, me, maybe me. in three years, I'm gonna quit." <laughs> I was trying to find the TikTok because I was talking about my course. She said the same thing, but yeah, if you feel like you need to change your environment. Obviously, right now, it's really hard to find a job. A lot of people have been quitting because they're like, they don't like the managers. I'm like, hey, well, where are you going to exactly, work? You can't apply exactly. For, you can't apply for CERB. You can't apply for EI because you quit. Right. Yeah, you're supposed so to get fired. you have to take a... Yeah, you, you like, can't, like, you don't quit in the middle of a pandemic. You, unless you exactly. have a job. That's and, one thing I was really trying to, like, get, and I really couldn't during the... During... I was going to say during COVID. During COVID, um... So, to be honest, and the whole management, like, when I told you before, with my old manager, like, we would get, like, four hours, five hours. And, like, to be honest, I didn't find anything wrong with that. Probably when I was in school, because, like, I would only get, like, 11 hours Mm -hmm. a week. But then once Mm -hmm. he let go, shout out to my old manager. You're a real one. We miss you. Um, And we got our new manager, bro. Like, it's just five to seven even eight eight hour shifts just every week and i feel like at one point there was this girl she literally got like seven hour shifts back to back and she couldn't take it and then she called my manager and she was like i feel like you guys aren't used to yeah 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 yeah, we weren't weren't at all and i was just kind of complaining because i was like what like this is like i found it so new to me because we haven't gone shifts like that and definitely due to my Mm -hmm. availability like my shifts reduced like i probably went from like having four shifts a week to only like two so i was like um mm-hmm. that's not right so 
everyone was just kind of mm-hmm. like, well, what's going on? Like, da 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 da. So then this one girl, she had like three seven seven hour shifts back to back, and she called my manager, and she was like, yeah, like I really can't um do these seven hour shifts. Like I already did two, and then apparently she hung up on her. Like the manager hung up on her, mm-hmm. and then she was like, you know what? Yeah, if you're gonna hang up on me, I'm not coming into work. So sis didn't even show up at her shift. Didn't even mm-hmm. show up, and she got fired. So I feel like but you your things your your manager lost your off manager was probably hogging the hours but just like not giving it to the mm-hmm. guys and like since you're supposed to yeah I don't know like I feel like now it's kind of okay because she kind of knows all of us there was one time I kind of cussed mm-hmm. on a customer and then she was kind of there at the same time and she had to you know respond da 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 so she kind of knows me that I have an attitude but it's okay <laughs> I'm black so um. She <laughs> So, I, I don't know, like, if you like me, you like me. If you don't, I'm really not a problem. Now I want to get trained on courtesy because I'm a big, big age. What's courtesy? Oh, yes. customer service? Like, I know I know most of the things. Like, I answer the phone all the time whenever it's not busy. Oh, I don't answer. <laughs> I don't answer. I just look the phone. When away. it's summertime, because we have a propane tanks outside, I will go, like, open up the propane tanks outside. Like, I know how to do everything. I just don't know how to work the lottery machine. So, I told Oh, that's what we have a smoke shop though. We have a lottery room, so they'd be doing their stuff there. They can go oh, yeah, we, we don't have that. Like, we don't have a smoke shop, but like, I yeah, I've been learning how to do customer service. I have, I got my um, override. Um, I can do like returns. Okay, bod breed, but you guys been doing returns at your register. Well, like, I do, like, I can do it now. Customer service. Um, what else can I do? I think that's really it. I just don't know how to do it though. Like people do like the soda, soda thing, soda filler thingy returns for that, and like the big jugs of water. I don't know how to do that. See, that is so easy. You just type in a code. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know the code, so that's not my problem. Anyways, we keep on getting off topic, and you know, I just have one more question. We're at a whole thirty-two minutes, so I'm just gonna finish this off. This is probably gonna be your favorite question. So last summer. Celebrity B Simone said that she couldn't say celebrity, <laughs> celebrity influencer, mm, um, IG okay. account, <laughs> Instagram account. I okay, Instagram account, no, Instagram personality, Instagram personality. Okay, okay. that's fine. The baby's ex girlfriend. <laughs> Last summer, Instagram influencer B. Simone said that she couldn't date anyone who'd... Wait, pause. You said influencer? Yes. Instagram personality. She's not... Who does she influence? Oh whoever she's influ- Whoever is influenced by B. Simone is to get out Anyways, Instagram star. Ins- okay, say. I'm gonna repeat the question, okay? Last summer, Instagram star B. Simone said that she couldn't date someone who does a nine-to-five. Does this apply to you? Also, do you think she could have said the statement any better without all the backlash she received? If you want me to break up the question, mm-hmm. I can break it up. I feel like that was a lot. Of- I have Oh, it. sorry, sorry. My bad. My bad. Don't worry, I'm prepared. Um, does this apply to me? No, because um, I want to do, I'll do a nine-to-five. I'll be doing three to eleven thirty, and I don't see anyone. Like, when I do three eleven thirties. I don't see my family. <laughs> but back to the question. Back to like I don't see them. But back to the question. Um, 
I that doesn't apply to me because um yeah, it doesn't apply to me. Because I I want I'll do nine to five. So when it comes to like your but significant she, other that you'll marry and you know you'll produce children with, like, does he need to have a nine to five? Like, is it okay if he has a nine to five or would he have to be an entrepreneur by force? Um, he can be no, like nine to five by force, not by force. Somewhere that I have insurance. That's another thing I should have said. People will be like, oh, they want to be like, they just want to do entrepreneurship. But like, where's your insurance? Where, like, who's insuring you? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Their parents. Their parents? Yeah, but you're, you're off your insurance at 25. You're not allowed to be on it anymore. You're what? on your own. Yeah, you're not under your parents' insurance forever. Oh my God. Even if, like, your parents, when your parents retire by that time, like, they'd be like, yeah, I have my own money saved. But at the same time, like, I'm not trying to pay everything out of pocket. That sounds like an insurance yeah. problem. So, yeah. So, like, when you talk about insurance, you talking about, like, life insurance or, like... Life insurance, health insurance, so, like, obvious, dental insurance. insurance. Like, you take it and, like... Yeah, like, take it. Not car insurance, obviously. Like, health insurance. Like, dental insurance. Like, take in. They'll be paying. Like, I'm not... Like, who's paying $6,000 for breaks <gasps> out of pocket? They'll be like, I have the funds, but who's paying for that? That's definitely scary, but that's my my parents didn't pay out of I'm pre, I don't know how they pay for my braces actually that's none of my business. <laughs> She's like that's none of my business. Don't let me pay for it. All I know is that because I want my teeth fixed, I'm gonna have to pay for my uh, retainer out of pocket because you said smile direct, and I was gonna probably go there because I want to restrain my teeth. But like then your insurance still covers it. You can use your insurance. really. Okay. Yeah. So I'm using the, whatever the insurance covers, whatever the insurance covers, it can cover. If they pay extra, I'll pay the extra. So um, you kind of go together. I've been I've literally like kept booking an appointment. Like, and not you cancel? Appointment. And like, you cancel? I keep like, no, I don't book an appointment. But like you know, like when you go on the website, they'd be like, oh, we'll send you your thing, whatever, whatever. And I do it, and then they call my phone, and I'd be like, uh, not really yes. And then COVID came, and then like. They even called me one time during COVID. I was like, oh, I don't have time for that. I was going to go in person. They have a thing at Maine and, um... Yeah, yeah. Biden. Shopper's Drug I was going to go... That Shopper's Drug actually looks really good. But anyways, I was going to go... Yeah, it's like by my house. And I act like I live so far and I can't go there. So what's the problem? Like... But anyways... Bro, I... to be honest, I'm, I'm really trying to go there because they'll give you a $20 Visa gift card. Like, for free? Like... Oh, okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to go tomorrow <laughs> before work. Back, yes, to the back to the question. Do I think she could have stated this statement better without backlash she received? Yes, because the way she said it, it was like she was trying to influence her minions to be like, oh, we don't like nine to five guys, but these minions are like the ones who just be like doing minions. nothing. They just be commenting under they be commenting under the real cost. This is supposed to be like Persis. <laughs> that's our nap. Like, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. They'd be like, oh, I can't date someone nine to five, but they'd be working like, like a, there's no, there's no problem working a four hour shift, but they'd be working at like a one to four hour shift. What do you mean? I don't know. Like, you can do yeah, whatever you want, wherever, it. whatever like, makes the money. Imagine like you sleeping at a good 2 a.m. and then all you hear is the light going on and then the typing and I don't know, like. Oh yeah, that's why she received backlash because she was talking about, like, didn't she say like, oh, she worked like countless hours? Um, Yeah, I know. I want to be able to do my work. And exactly. Go home. Like you don't have like a you don't have an escape from that. Like but you probably have like an office, but like it's always on your mind. You don't have time. Like and I feel like she got backlash because she was bashing. Mm-hmm. Like who are you to bash? She literally her basically her job was at um wilding out before that got shut down, no? 
yeah, she's talking about entrepreneurship, but she works for Nick. She works exactly. for Nick Cannon. So I don't know. I feel like she was kind of being a hypocrite. So um, uh... that's why I want to talk to her because she was a hypocrite. <laughs> but yeah, she kind of stated what she said. Like I think she said it after, but she's like, for her, she wouldn't date someone doing nine to five. But like, there's so I feel like nine to five is only like working in like a like a small job. You can be a nine to five doctor. She thinks she kind of did a doctor. That's fine with me. But I mean, like. Whatever, that sounds like her problem. It is a her problem. She's just really loud. Every time I see her mouth, I'm just like, oh. But the thing is, I feel like she kind of shaped, like, I don't want to say shaped society, but she shaped, like, like, baby girl, you know? Like, I feel, and that little slit that she has in the front of her eyebrow, I hate that so much, but it's just the baby girl. Like, I don't want to talk to you. I never said baby girl, so. I don't say that. So it sounds like a her problem to me. Yeah, that's really it. Um, knowing that this whole interview is literally 40 minutes, (laughs) that's what happens when two people work at a grocery store and love to banter. But, um, do you have any closing remarks? Anything you want to get out of your chest? You know, just anything that's on your mind that you didn't want to get out? Um, I would like everyone to keep manifesting they win the lottery. When I win the lottery, I'm taking all me and my dogs out the Um. hood. Anyways, no. When I win the lottery, um, everyone, um, everyone who responds to my private story is getting a car. The ones that like who actually respond to my private story, they'll get a brand new whatever your car that is. Christy, Christy, you're saying this. You're saying this right now. On record. Oh my god, you're so scary. Not I. I said a car of my choice, not their choice. Oh, they can't oh, be like, oh, I want to oh, do sorry, again. Sorry, sorry. I'm thinking that you're saying of your of their choice. Like, what if they want a whole 2021 like Honda because, Civic? Like, that's kind of scary. That's fine. Twenty Honda Civic's fine, but I don't want someone to come out to me and be like, "Oh, I want a McLaren." What Relax. is that? Relax. Um, it's like a it's like a hair, it's very top top car. But well, a Lamborghini. It's like a race car. It's not really a race car, but no, it's it's oh, better wow. than that. But let's breed. Okay, I didn't know. So, other than you're manifesting um, the lottery, minimum fifty million dollars. <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> That's, That's really, really it. it. Um, um, I wanted to say thank you, thank you for taking some time, thank you for taking forty minutes out of your night to come talk to me. I know, I just came back to work. <laughs> so now you could go shower, you could go rest up, and you could go sleep. Um, and I yes, can go eat. that too. Um, hopefully, I can, to be honest, I don't even know if I want to edit this down. I might have to flag some parts, you know, cut some stuff out. But other than that, uh, thank you so much for your time. And hopefully, this could be up before you know it. And I'll shout you out. And I'll post you on my Instagram, on my Twitter, and on my Snapchat. Yeah. Okay, per. Thank you, everyone. Round of applause for Christine. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, and have a great night, Christine. Thank you. Uh, Welcome back. So right now, I'm actually going to introduce one of my features. Um, She is an entrepreneur, 
and she goes by the name of Chelsea. I've known her since I was in high school, and she actually has over 1K followers on Instagram on on her business, Touched by NC. Here is my good friend, Chelsea. Hello. Yes. Do you hear me? Yes. Excellent. Let's hope it stays that way because so we've been having some technical difficulties all night. Let's hope. Okay. So I am introducing Miss Nicole Chelsea. Um, Hi, guys. Miss Nicole, thank you for coming on to the second episode of my podcast, A Series of Misfortunate Events. So I'm going to just let you introduce yourself and let the audience know who you are. Um, so, hi guys, my name is Chelsea. I also go as um, Touch My NC, that's my business page. So, basically, what I do is I customize, I dye, I make, I just basically make wigs look pretty. Anything that is extension wise, things to make, I guess you can say, the cultured woman feel beautiful. Period. So, um, my next question was going to be, what do you do? But you kind of answered that. So mm-hmm. how long have you been doing Touched by NC? So I would say I started taking Touched by NC seriously and actually making a page, I would say, about a year and a half now. In mm-hmm. the beginning of what we doing here, I didn't really, like, want to make a page because, I don't know, for, like, a lot of people in Toronto who are Ghanaian, if you know, like, a stereotype is just, like, oh, Ghanaian girls who do hair. Like, you know what I mean? And I just right. feel like I'd be one of those girls. But I was like, you know what? Like, money if you make, like, <laughs> what we have to do. So I decided to take it seriously. Ooh, Kim Possible, is that what I hear? Um, yeah, yeah, a little Kim Possible. <laughs> okay, so you don't have to share this um, answer if you don't want to, but what was your yearly income of 2019? Okay, so in 2019, I wouldn't say like I had a stable income when it comes to my business because mm-hmm. that was basically the year I like, basically started and got into stuff. But mm-hmm. last year is when I could say, like, I was making, um, let me give a range. Let me not give too much details. Exactly. Let them know. I would say, depending on the month, like, if it was a good month, I would make about four to $6,000 a month. <gasps> Are you serious? It depends on the month. That's a good month. If it's not a good month, I can make anywhere from 1000 to like $2,000. You know what I mean? Wow. It depends. So but- can you- can you tell me from last year, like, out of last year, what were the good months and what were the bad months for you? Um, Honestly, I thought because the pandemic that I wouldn't make that much money during the pandemic. But honestly, I think that's when, like, I started to take care, like, truly seriously and actually start practicing and making sure that, like, you know, I post on my page regularly. So I think because I started to do that, people obviously like, oh, yeah, let me go to her. Let me try her out. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would say probably after the pandemic started in what march so i was well lockdown lockdown really happened in march but like the pandemic was always talked about within january february yeah but during january february i was in school so Mm -hmm. i would say when i came back to brampton and i wasn't taking any installs i was just taking like wigs and i don't know why i guess because we all just want to spend our money we like Mm -hmm. like you know buying buying (laughs) hair so I think around April, May, June, like around those months were like really good months. And then September, because school started. 
Yeah. Yeah, so those were pretty good months. And, like, the slow months will probably be, like, January, February. Yeah, like, those oh. ones, that wasn't really when people were, like, doing their hair or wanted to get wigs done because, like, we were just hearing, like, oh, my gosh, like, even, in, like, for a lot of people who do hair or sell hair, like, there was no lace. So, at yeah. that time, like, nobody was really finding hair at that time. It wasn't until the pandemic and we had into lockdown that people had time to look, you know, for hair. Mm-hmm. And like that. Yeah. During those months, they're probably the most slowest. Okay, so my next question is, what made you go into entrepreneurship? Um, okay, so basically, I guess you can say this is a cliche, but okay. like, I worked at the beauty supply before I started doing hair, right? Mm-hmm. And then I also had like, other part-time jobs and stuff like that. But like the type of person I am, I don't like working. Like I personally don't like <laughs> you can say I'm lazy or whatever, but like I just don't like the have the mindset to just be like oh my gosh okay i have to wake up today and go to someone else's place of employment and work for them like i just don't like that feeling so i guess in the beginning it was more like a hobby and then i was like okay let me perfect my craft and then yeah. I'm perfecting it as i'm still learning it was more like okay like why not make money off of this and something i can do like in the very beginning i'm not gonna say i don't enjoy doing hair but like you know me like it's a lot of work so <laughs> i think like to be honest just knowing that i make my own hours i can do things when I want to do it like I don't have someone ringing down my phone like oh my gosh can you pick up the shift like I just have more control over what I do so I think that's probably what made me want to do um being my own like boss yeah and I love that for you you know that's a what period so I have a part one and part two to this question so part Mm -hmm. one is what are the trials and tribulations you as an entrepreneur go through okay so I'm not going to lie to you guys being an entrepreneur is not as easy as everyone seems, okay? Like, I feel like during the pandemic and during lockdown, like, there was such, like, a big, like, movement of, oh, my gosh, be your own boss, Black Yes, yes, yes. But everybody just thought, like, the glamorized, like, lifestyle of being your own boss. Like, it's not that sunshine, happy days. Like, it's not that, it's not that nice. Like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you can do whatever you want to do, and you have creativity, and you can flourish in any way you want to but like it's not as glamorized as it is like for me because obviously I do hair like for example like sometimes like people are not that understanding when it comes to their own appointments like let's Mm -hmm. say for example I don't always have good customers to be honest with you maybe in the say let's say out of 100 clients I'll get at least like 40 bad ones and 40 yeah 60% of them are good and 40% of them are bad like you always have to be understanding with people, even if they don't want to be understanding with you. Like sometimes mm. things just don't work. Like you're not a magician. You can't make things work all the time and people don't understand that. So that's mm-hmm. the one thing I'll say. Number two is the expenses of it. Like people don't talk about that part. People just talk about the profit of it. Like at the end of the day, like where do you guys think this hair dye is coming from? Like it's coming out of my own pockets. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, though you obviously like when you make the prices for your services, you always um, think about the profit. But mm. sometimes like you'll be doing away again like boom like the hair dye is not enough or you have to think about oh my gosh the dye didn't actually go through so obviously like that can also be on my part you know what i mean like i'm not gonna mess with mm-hmm. be like oh my god like your wig this is that like unless it's something out of my control i would but like all those type of small things come out of my own pocket so expenses is something people don't talk about that is like a trial and tribulation and lastly i would say stress stress mm-hmm. when you work a nine to five it's not your stress. Like, yes, you have to go to work and yes, you have to wake up early, but you have to make the money, you know what I mean, to pay your bills. But you don't have to at the same time. 
But yeah. when you're your own boss, like imagine your boss makes your own schedule and you just come to work. It's really that simple. Like you don't really have to do anything but show up to work. I make my own schedule. I have to show up to work. I have to make sure I pay my own bills. I have to make sure the hair is done correctly. I have to make sure I sleep on time. So I have to wake up the next morning to do more hair. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's more like it's not even just being your own manager. Like it's being your own CEO. It's being like the top of the top. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. for one person, like it's a lot of like your manager cannot be doing everything in the store. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I would say like those are probably the biggest trials and tribulations. First of all, excellent points that you made. I love the way you're talking. It's just so smart of Kels for me. <laughs> the second part to the question is, uh, what are some mistakes you wish you could have avoided? Um, Some mistakes I wish I would have avoided. It, honestly, I feel like I'm too nice to customers, so they think that they can just do me any, like, you know, they can just do anything they want. Like, if mm-hmm. anybody knows me, like, I'm a very, like, easy person. Like, if anybody tries talking to me, I just talk to them. Like, that's also, like, something you have to do when you're, like, your own, like, boss. So you have to have good customer skills. But, like, sometimes, yeah. like, when people enter my space or, like, when I'm messaging them, like, I feel like sometimes they just feel like, oh, yeah, because maybe because she's younger or maybe because she's letting me do this, she's letting me do that, like, they can slide. Like, I feel like if in the beginning I, like, made more like a, a customer and, like, you know, customer um, boss type of thing, mm-hmm. they would kind of see it and more like, oh, yeah, she can't really do that. So, like, for example, like, sometimes, like, because I talk to my clients when they come do their hair or I, like, make conversation, like, they'll just be telling me, like, you know, like, I feel like that's, like, a salon type of thing. Like, when you go to do your hair, you just talk about anything and then yeah. and you just be starting to just talk about your business. So, I feel like people will just start to think that, oh, yeah, she's like my friend or, like, oh, my God, yeah, she's such a nice person, da 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 Like, where I've come to so many problems where, like, people haven't paid me or or people yeah. like take time to do stuff or like you know they take advantage of my kindness so like mm-hmm. i would feel like that's probably one of the mistakes i've made and also i would say um taking my expenses more seriously because like this year i made sure like i want to like um because because of this year like the pandemic and everything i'm like okay i want to actually like do my taxes with my business so like if anything in the future if I ever want to own up my own salon or anything like I have taxes to back it up you know what I mean yeah so like I wish in the very beginning I actually took it seriously and like actually was taking down everything I was doing like it wasn't until I would say like March when I actually started recording everything like bookkeeping and stuff like that so mm-hmm. I would say like if I had knowledge of it that's probably another mistake I made okay so actually one question i wanted to ask you with the first part so knowing Mm -hmm. that we're in a whole lockdown and like all the beauty supply stores are closed Mm -hmm. like if you need dye how do you get dye Um, if you're missing something how do you get that because now we can't even go into stores like curbside pickup is some whole big thing so how do you get a missing factor of your collection um to be honest with you, it really depends because even when in the very beginning of the pandemic, like, there's still online stores. Like, in the very beginning, like, they weren't even doing curbside. I don't think curbside was a thing at that time. Yeah. So I would just order, like, a lot of stuff at one time. So, like, for example, like, chlorate. But, like, you know, Canada Post takes forever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I would literally have to plan out my whole month and be like, okay, so if I do this, I need this much. If I do this, I do that much. So, in all honesty, it's another part of my expenses that I think got better is that I just buy a lot of stuff in bulk now I don't just buy like dye all at once and usually my customers want either highlights or like burgundy or like it's kind of predictable so Mm -hmm. I just get what I think most people would get so basically bleach I would buy like four like 
um, barrels of bleach and then I would buy paper and then I'd buy this certain color hair dye. Unless a customer wanted something specific and I like, I'm not super woman. Like if I don't have it, I don't have it. Like Mm -hmm. I would be like, oh my gosh, like let me like take on this when I don't have the supplies. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's all like, well, it comes and if I have to get it, I have to get it. But during the beginning, I would just order stuff in bulk. But now I just do curbside pickup. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, what advice would you give someone who is interested in being their own boss? Um, I'll just say, do not listen to social media. And when everyone says, just do it, just do it. If you have a tongue, just do it. Like, it's not that easy. Like, it's, it's not, not easy as just, okay, I'm going to make a page and I just need everyone to follow it. And then you tell people on Snap to follow it. And then you go on Twitter and say, I'll help my business. Like, it's not as easy as everyone seems. Like, yeah, you have to think about it as, like, as a plan. Like, if you want to buy a house, would you just go buy it? No, you have to think about how am I going to get the money? How am I going to get the loan? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? So you mm. have to think about it as a plan. Like, and if you don't, you're not going to have a really a big future in it because you're not thinking about the long term. So yeah. I would say if you want to be your own boss, you have to think about the process in which you're going to do it. I'm not saying don't do it. Obviously, if you have a passion and you have a talent that can make you money, why not make money off of it? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I would just say you have to think about it. Like, it's not just as easy as what social media says it is. Exactly. I, one thing that one point you said earlier actually is like what in the in the pandemic, like that's mm-hmm. all I was seeing. Like, I'm not saying entrepreneurship is a bad thing. Like mm-hmm. personally, I really realized throughout the like last year and this year as well is that I can't work for someone. But how is it that I'm really going to stop working for someone and make my own income? I feel like sometimes I really envy you because you've taken something that was just so small and you've blown it up so big. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to someone like me who's just kind of doing everything cut and dry by the book it's like how do I I feel like it's kind of like a new avenue for me like yeah school never really taught me something like this so how am I really gonna go and pursue if I have no idea where to start exactly exactly like to be honest with you I would say like being your own boss and even learning anything about entrepreneurship like in the very beginning I was basically going by like people in the GTA in all honesty like there's certain people in the GTA who do hair or there's certain people who sell hair or there's certain people who are just their own bosses so I was like oh my gosh like I want to be like that like you know what I mean like I want to be bought this like I want to go and buy my own car I want to buy this I want to buy that like you know what I mean like it's inspiring to do stuff things like that so obviously yeah. when we don't go to school I mean, when we go to school and we don't learn, like, oh, how to be your own boss and learn, oh, yeah, go be a teacher oh be a lawyer, be a doctor. Like, it's not so encouraging for people to do those type of things. You know what I mean? Exactly. To actually want to be your own boss is not as just an easy process. Like, everyone Mm -hmm. usually that you come in contact with your parents or people of, like, people who are older than you, they're not their own bosses. They either work at school, they work at a store, they work at a factory, they work at somewhere. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of Mm -hmm. people in our generation. I mean, a generation above us that actually were their own bosses you know what i mean yeah so well they're, they're all the instagrammers but yeah there's the instagrammers but they don't show them doing the you know the hard duty of the actual work so. exactly yeah they just show the glimmer and glam of it exactly okay next question mm-hmm. uh do you think entrepreneurship is for everyone and what is the most important thing touch my nc has taught you so far um personally Everybody can put their mind to anything they want to do. If you feel like you can be a boss, be a boss. That's not your own. Like, if you feel like you can do it, you can do it. And if everybody in the world wants to do it, I don't know who will buy their stuff, but 
you guys can do it. But I would say, no, it's not for every single person. Like, because some people just don't have the patience. Some people just yeah. don't have the customer service skills, which is number one. And mm-hmm. also some people just don't have time. You know what I mean? Like, if you make the time, you can do it. But I just don't think entrepreneurship is for everyone because it's a glamorized thing. Like, is everybody meant to be a lawyer? No. Is everybody meant to be a doctor? No. Because no, people yeah. can't do it. I just don't think that it's just as easy as people say. And what was the second part of your question? Uh, what has what is the most in, most wait, Jesus? What is the most important thing Touch by NC has taught you so far? Um, I would say that pain is temporary. I'll actually say pain is temporary. What pain is beauty? Isn't that isn't that the saying or something? No, 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 no. Beauty? Pain is temporary because. Oh, sorry. Sometimes when I'm actually doing those ways and I'm actually just looking in my room and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do that. Like, I'm always thinking like, oh, like this is going to take long. And as I'm doing it, my hands are hurting, my feet are hurting, everything is hurting. Like, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it's really a temporary thing. Like, I'm not going to be sad forever. I'm not going to be tired forever. I'm not going to be hungry while doing these wigs forever. You know what I mean? At the yeah. end of the road, there's money in my bank account and there's things mm-hmm. to do with it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not the end of the world, like, that I have to do things like that. So I would say that pain is temporary and that customer mm-hmm. service is very important because if you don't have good customer service, then nobody will actually come to you to do anything. Period. So side question. So if you could give us, like, a rough outline of, like, what is a day as an entrepreneur so from the moment you wake up to the moment you get to bed what do you do okay so I'm a student at the same time as I run a business so Mm -hmm. I basically I would say I cut my day in half so the first day first part of my day would probably basically be school like see my zoom meeting see if anything needs to be done if not then I'm not gonna lie to you I take a break in between (laughs) then if I'm doing hair then it's kind of like I have to go through all the, the orders everyone has put in and see, okay, so what does this need? What does this need? What does that need? So let's say, for example, in one week, I get about, on average, I'll say I get about like 10 to 15 weeks in one week. <gasps> Wait, so you get 10 to 15 weeks a week. And when are those deadlines? Um, Usually they're a week away, yes. Usually they are a week away. So that's why you have to balance everything. And I'm also a procrastinator. That's a bad thing about me. I'm also a procrastinator. So sometimes I'll leave, let's say, out of those 15 weeks, I'll leave about, let's say, 10. I'll only do five during the week. <laughs> because I'm a procrastinator. Like, the way I'm, like, I just feel like, you know, sometimes I just can't, I don't have the mental capacity to do a wig every single day. Like, sometimes I need a yeah. break. So, I guess in the day-to-day, like, I would basically separate the jobs because, let's say, for example, if I have to customize something, I'll just do all of those customizations at once. Like, I won't do a customization a day because that's just a waste of time to me. It's a waste of bleach. It's just a waste of yeah. energy. So, let's say out of the 15, I'll have, like, five that I have to customize. So, I'll just do that all in one day. And then the other day, let's say I have, like, five other ones to bleach. And I have to dye them. So I'll just do all those five in one day. And bleaching and all that stuff takes long. So I know I, like, push myself and I mm-hmm. just sleep. But I will literally not sleep. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's probably the way my day goes, my week goes. And, like, is it, okay, 10 o'clock bedtime? Or is it, like, two, like are you pulling a B, Simone? Are you going to bed at, like, 3 a.m., 4 a.m.? I'm basically going to bed the time people wake up, if I'm being very honest. <gasps> 
What? Yeah, it just depends. But maybe if I wasn't a procrastinator, I'd be going to sleep at 10 o'clock. But I just feel like even the way that by like God's grace, I'm able to get these many like you know orders that mm-hmm. I don't sleep. Like I actually don't like sometimes like I'll be doing the wigs from morning till night and I won't shower. I won't even eat. Like I'm just all focused on it because I just feel like once I take my attention off of it, I just get lazy. They're not gonna go exactly. back. Exactly. Yeah. So to me, like it depends on how I like structure it. Like if I just wake up in the morning and I do like wigs and I won't have to go to sleep late. You know what I mean? It's just like, mm-hmm. like if your shift is at 10 o'clock, you're not going to go home at 12. You're going to go to work and go home at 8 o'clock, like eight-hour shift. So yeah. It just depends. But usually if I do wigs, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to sleep by 6 o'clock in the morning and starting them during like 8 p.m., 6 p.m. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay, B. Simone? <laughs> not, do not, do not. Sorry, 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 sorry. You don't put me and her in the same sentence. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. I just, you know, okay, okay, next question. Okay. Um, in 2025, where do you see yourself in Touch by NC? Also, what are your long-term career goals? Um, so the thing I've always said about Touch by NC is that I don't only want it to be like my main source of income. Like I also go to school and I'm also in um child and youth studies, right? So I basically want to go into child research. So as means for touch by nc like it's not only a side hustle because right now it's like my full income like that's the most money i make like that's all i do you know what i mean but like Mm -hmm. i don't want it to consume my everyday like you know what i mean like i want to like at the same time being your own boss it has it's like you know ups but like i also want to have a nine to five you know what i mean like i want that income i don't think it's more of i want the nine to five i just want more money you know what i mean yeah so like if i can have more money why not like why would i be going to school if i didn't want to you know do mm-hmm. something like that so i would say for 2025 the goal for my business touch my sc is to hopefully maybe mm, let's say have a store and have people work for me so i can do anything and yeah the long-term goal of um touch my nc i guess would be like just not having to work just having other people work for me that that's so then CEO yeah to be a CEO I guess you can say yeah by God's grace that's what happens period so wait when it comes to so you were saying that you would want people to work for you so you'd be CEO plus your nine to five um obviously in the works you know we can't make the money if the money doesn't come (laughs) obviously like once I finish school which is in what like a year and a half like I hope to get a job obviously to use the degree towards something and then mm-hmm. touch my NC would obviously have to become a side hustle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I wouldn't have mm-hmm. to put my full energy into it. So that's something probably that I would want to go into. And as time goes on, and hopefully the salary of the nine to five increases, then you know I have more money to invest into touch my NC. Yeah, so that's basically how I would like it to go. We love to see it. Uh, my next question is: Is post secondary education worth it? Okay. The thing about me, maybe it's just the way my parents are and because I have older siblings who have done their masters and I went to university, I just personally Oh wow, masters <laughs> personally think education is something you can always fall back on. Like some people say like, Oh, like you don't need to go to school and it all depends on like what you want to do, you know what I mean? Like if you have a skill, then you can further the skill and you don't actually need to go to school, you know what I mean? But in yeah. my opinion, like Let's say you're even a carpenter, right? You use your hands to work. But wouldn't you yeah. want to know the theory of the wood? 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's the theory of what you're doing? Like, if somebody asks you a question and you have no knowledge on it because the only thing you know to do is use your hands, like, you're going to be, like, stuck when people ask you questions. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you're going to school for something that is of, like, something you want to do, like, let's say I was going to, like, um, cosmetology school. You know what I mean? Obviously, it make more yeah. sense than what I'm doing now. But obviously, because yeah. I want to, like, have a 9 to 5 and do this, it's, like, my own way. But, like, I would say post-secondary education is not a waste of time because even you learn other things other than school when you're in university or in college. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's a yeah. waste of time. Okay. So next question is, uh, what is one achievement you achieved by Touch by NC? Okay. So um, not to toot my own horn, but a couple, <laughs> I think it was a week ago, maybe uh, a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, I touched a thousand followers. And for me, that was a very big accomplishment because if you guys know the competition in the GTA, like, there's so many, like, yeah. talented people who do hair, and there's so many talented businesses and vendors, like, it's hard to get a following because everybody, you know, they rep who they rep. That's basically what I would say. Like, mm-hmm. everybody has their stylist, you know? So, like, I would yeah. feel like, and obviously because in the very beginning, like, I was, it was really slow. Like, I wasn't getting, like, followers in the very beginning. And it's because I wasn't putting in enough effort and I wasn't putting enough work. So, I wasn't getting the benefits I wanted to reap. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I would say, like, that was a really big accomplishment for me. Another big accomplishment, I say, like, when I actually started selling, like, product to, like, bonnets and scarves, that also, like, taught me stuff about, like, you know, profit-wise, like, oh, how you make this, how you do that, how you message vendors, how you do that, you know what I mean? And that also did well. So, yeah, I would say those two things are very big um, accomplishments for Touch My NC, and hopefully I'll have more as the years come. I love to see it um my oh by the way guys chelsea's bonnets are very very nice i got i copped her bonnet for my birthday and um she gave me i came with a head stash it's very very nice and if you want the edges laid then it'll be no she wears it every day (laughs) so my next question is um we mentioned her earlier last summer it's (laughs) <laughs> Instagram influencer B. Simone said that she couldn't date someone who does a 9 to 5. Does this apply to you? Also, do you think she could have said the statement any better without the backlash she received? Um, The one thing about that girl I'll say, she just says whatever comes to her mind, you know? I don't think <laughs> there could have been a better way to say that other than she wouldn't date anybody who does a nine to five like that's her standards everybody has standards that's like me saying i won't date somebody who works at mcdonald's you know what i mean like you won't date someone who works example, at McDonald's? it's an or example you, i don't oh, discriminate. Sorry, sorry 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 i just the, the, yeah, the i don't discriminate i don't discriminate but everybody has their own standards you know what i mean but i mm. don't agree with saying I wouldn't date someone who has a nine-to-five because, in all honesty, if you want to be your own boss, the money has to come from somewhere. That's the So if you are working a nine-to-five to to even be your own boss, that's even, like, wow, like, you're really making your money and still achieving your goals. Like, that's attractive, you know what I mean? And somebody who has steady income, like, God forbid, but tomorrow, Touch NC can crash, the internet can break, and Instagram will be broken. How will I run my business? Exactly. 
Exactly. <laughs> so, like, in all honesty, like, a 9 to 5 is the most dirtiest job you can have. And some 9 to 5s are not just only 9 to 5s. People do overtime. Like, people yeah. in 9 to 5s make $100,000 a year. Like, it's not just, oh, $50,000 a year, $60,000 a year. That is starting income. You know what I mean? Like, depending on what yeah. jobs you type you want to do. But, like, Obviously, mm-hmm. she's not the type of person to want to date anybody who's an average person. You know what I mean? She's not an yeah. average person, so why would she want to date someone who's average? So that's what mm-hmm. I think about that statement. But personally, to me, I have no problem dating someone who has a nine to five. If I'm 25 years old, I would just like someone who's bringing home money, and we're both bringing home money. That's basically <laughs> what I would want. Okay, so. Oh, I feel like I should have had more questions because the way you're answering these are just like, bah, bah, bah. but my last question. Well, we're on the last question? Quote... Yeah, we're on the last wow. question. Okay, bod breed. Um, how how has COVID impacted your work ethic and your lifestyle? Um, oh, this COVID nineteen. <laughs> Honestly, I think COVID nineteen has made me realize that you always have to have like a backup plan in any situation like mm-hmm. I could have like this year because of the way touch with NC NC was just doing like I just thought wow prom guys money is going to be in my bank account like money is going to be in my bank yeah. account and I was planning like stuff for prom and like promo and giveaways and stuff like that you know what I mean like in the beginning of the year but then COVID came and they mm-hmm. didn't even have a graduation they didn't have a prom you know what I mean and that took away yeah. a huge part of my planning and everything. Shout out to all the 2002s. We still appreciate yeah. you all, even though you guys didn't get none of the graduation. Yeah, like, the prom. It was so it was sad, but oh, even even sad. It depressing. was. Like, I'm not gonna lie, because if it was me, hmm, I would have actually cried tears, big oh, tears, because yeah. oh, yeah. we all know how we take prom. But yeah, like. It's just like that type of money that I missed out on. Like sometimes I just think about it, I'm like, wow, like that would have been big bank. Like that money like, <laughs> so like it would have been a lot of money, like you know what I mean? But like with COVID, yeah. you just always have to have a backup plan. You have to think of like new ways. Like after I realized that wow, probably really not gonna happen. Like, what's that what's the way I'm gonna make that extra income? Was the bonus and scarves, you know what I mean? Like that was like a supplement mm-hmm. for Oh, yeah, that was smart. a couple for doing that. And that nice. came out in August. So you know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, you have to go back to school. Mm-hmm. Oh, they need bonus. They need this. You know, that make your hair nice. So yeah. I was just thinking about stuff like that. And also, I was saying, I'm not going to lie. I feel like I've become more productive because it's more like I have nothing to do. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm not mm-hmm. doing this, I'm just in bed. And, like, if I'm in bed, I'm not making money. So... I think it just made mm-hmm. me more productive and made me realize that, like, you know, money has to be made, and if you don't want to make it, then you're not going to get any. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, a side question I actually had for that is, do you think this year the 2003s are going to have a prom and a graduation? I highly doubt it, because I don't think I'm going back to school next year either. Like, <laughs> What? Wait, no, what? Next year is 2022. Yeah, I, don't, I, know, I know I'm going to graduate online. I don't think they're gonna have a prom or a graduation. Like the way these cases are going up, like the times they're even supposed to be in school by now, but they already keep pushing it back, pushing it back. Like if they can push it back to February, yeah. they're gonna push it to March, and then they're gonna push it again to April. That's exactly what we did. What exactly. They did with the first and month, now so. these numbers are crazy. Like before, we're just getting a couple eight hundred, seven hundred. We're going to four thousand. Like this is not small yeah. jokes. Like you know what I mean. So. 
I don't think they're gonna yeah. have a prom or a graduation. If they do, you know, touch my NC is available to do your hair, but I don't <laughs> think they will. Damn, that sucks. Like, I'm really just thinking about it. Like, that's not even like people who do hair. It's the yeah. viewers. It's the it's the it's the people like what? Oh, I was about to say Ooh. somebody's name. Never mind. Um, it's the it's the sim stresses. Even know who it's like. Doing. All those but, artists. <laughs> just all those people are just. I'm not saying they're losing bank. Yeah, but, that's the like, thing you don't think about. Just the, just the extra profit they would. They're losing made, bank. You know, and honestly, because honestly, like, like <laughs> for somebody who didn't like take a like what's it called entrepreneurship seriously now, like a lot of people made their businesses now because of oh yeah, I have nothing to do. Let me actually use my talent. Think about all the businesses before this um support black owned businesses um trend like. People are really yeah, hustling yeah, to make yeah. their money. You know what I mean? Like people were doing this, and like mm. now they actually don't. Like you know what I mean? Like they don't have an option. Like some people would actually look forward to. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like prom, I have to do so many um, dresses. Da, 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 da. Now it's much more like yeah. I hope somebody has a wedding. I hope somebody has a birthday so I can. Yeah, and it's just like, like for me, it's different because obviously, like my business like went up during the pandemic when some people is like there's decreases, like you know. It- decrease exactly like some people were making more like some people could be making a hundred thousand dollars and just because of covid this year they probably only made like minimum maybe 70 right a lot of money gone like so many people not even so many people so many businesses filed for bankruptcy last year like literally when we go back outside hopefully if it's not this year then i'm praying next year at most like we're gonna see downtown Toronto is gonna be looking oh, different. Like we're not gonna see all the stores that we were seeing before, like bare food shops closing. It's all because of this COVID. And now knowing that we're in another lockdown and people are like, "Hey, I need mm-hmm. money." Like it's just it's eh, not it's nice not for real. It's not nice. So just like a finishing question, I kind of had was like, so what does the future hold for Miss Nicole and Touched by NC? Like, what are you planning to do now and onward for the rest of the year? It, but like you know, you don't, you don't have to say everything because you know, like you um, So if you just give us like, um, hopefully, I did post it on my page, so I guess you guys can get the exclusive. Hopefully, by the end of this year, I'm planning on um starting my own wig line. <gasps> oh my Ooh. god! Congratulations! Congratulate me when we are there, okay? <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 sorry. As you know, lace and shortages. So <laughs> who knows? Like, hopefully, by the end of the year, that's something I want to get into, and maybe you know, maybe come out with some products, you know. But that's on the we'll see about that one. Oh, nice all nice so do you have any like finishing words anything you want to kind of okay i'll say this with? guys i know it's a bit harsh with this you don't want to be an entrepreneur don't do it <laughs> but if you actually have a craft or you have a talent or you have a skill that you think you can make money off of money after you make like you have to get bread you have to make <laughs> so if you feel like i was a bit like mm, she's an entrepreneur she's not like being an entrepreneur it has its downsides and it has a lot of sides. So I would say chase your dreams, but also have a backup. And also think about that the dreaming mm-hmm. you want to be dreaming, sometimes it's a nightmare. It's not always nice dreams. So that's my last final message. Period. 
Uh, so I just wanted to thank Chelsea. Thank you so much. We had a lot of technical <laughs> difficulties before we came on this call. <laughs> before we came on this call, but thank you for bearing with me. You know, um, hopefully this episode will be out very very soon. I'm probably thinking about what's today's date. Today's the fifteenth, uh, probably by like actually Ooh. tomorrow or Sunday at most. So you get to hear yourself. If anything cuts out or if I need a little retake, hopefully I won't hopefully <laughs> I won't bother you. But if I might bother you, I'm sorry. So yeah, guys, that was Nicole Chelsea from Touch My NC. I'll list her Instagram in the little description box. And thank you for Bye guys. Thank you for having me. Bye. Hey guys, so thank you so much for listening to this episode of Let's Get Down to Business. If you kind of didn't get it from the title, Let's Get Down to Business, let's talk about different avenues of revenue and how someone who is employed compared to someone who is a whole entrepreneur getting money by themselves work in a whole pandemic. So I just want to thank everyone for listening. Thank you so much. If you haven't watched or not watch but listen to my first episode please go and do that uh if you'd like you go follow me on my instagram and my twitter i've also listed my features chelsea and christine their instagram is in the bio well not bio but this the the description of the episode so if you're interested on them and kind of supporting them in their little i guess pathway to um income and money and success you could go uh follow them as well thank you so much for listening to the episode and i hope to see you on my next one bye